Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Hey, welcome to Real Life Podcast. I'm your host, Cynthia Martin. This particular podcast is a teaching and encouragement. Um, sometimes we have testimonies and occasionally an interview with like-minded Christians. Today, our topic is soul ties. What is a soul tie? Well, a soul tie is a very simple, a very simple defi- definition is something that holds you, uh, that holds on to you, that it's not supposed to be a part of you. That seems kind of simple, doesn't it? The term soul tie is not found anywhere in scripture, but the concept certainly is. The term knit and cleave is really what we're talking about. And we do find those terms in scripture. To knit in the scriptural sense, or scriptural meaning, means to be bound together or tied together. Think of when someone is knitting, they're using string and they're tying it together in such a way that they make a garment. So when we say something's being knit together, it's something that's being bound or tied together. Then also the scripture uses the word cleave. Cleave means to adhere to or fasten together or to be glued or joined or linked together with. If you were in person, or you were looking at me, I would take a piece of, couple of pieces of paper. Usually I will take a pink piece of paper and a blue piece of paper and I will glue them together and I will let them dry. And those two pieces of paper have been knit together or they have cloved or cleave, I guess that would be cloven. I'm not quite sure that sounds like a foot, but cleaved, they would cleave to each other. They would be fastened together, glued together, joined or linked together. And so that's what we're talking to, to uh, talking about today. So there are both ungodly soul ties and there are godly ones. So what does that mean? And an example of a godly tie would be marriage. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 24, the King James Version says, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. That is a godly soul tie. We can have a healthy soul ties with families, with friends. Um, Those aren't sexual, but those are uh, relationships that are healthy. First Samuel one, uh, excuse me, first Samuel 18, one, and I have this marked as B, which means it's the second half of the verse. The King James Version says that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. So scripture tells us in um throughout that we are to love our neighbor as ourself, right? And here's a great picture of Jonathan, the son of um, King Saul, who loved David with a brotherly love and a godly soul tie, so much so that he looked out for David's life. He gave, he, he, he spoke up for David and saved his life. And that's another story. But Um, Here we have a couple of examples there in Genesis 2 and then again in 1 Samuel 18 of godly soul ties. 
it's good when we have a tie with another problem. I mean, without with another person. The problem comes in is there are ungodly ones as well. Now, what do I mean by ungodly? Well, in 1 Corinthians 6, 16, the New King James Version says, Or do you not know that he who is joined with a harlot is one in body with her? For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. Flesh. See, because we saw in the book of Genesis, the story of Dinah and the daughter who was the daughter of Leah and Genesis 34, 1 through 3, King James Version says, And Dinah, the daughter of Leah, which she bare unto Jacob, went out to see the daughters of the land. And when Shechem, the son of Hamar, the Hivite, the prince of the country, saw her, he took her and lay with her and defiled her. And his soul clave unto Dinah, the daughter of Jacob. Whenever a person engages in sexual activity outside or or someone that is not their spouse or someone even that is eventually is their spouse but isn't their spouse their spouse at the time, a ungodly soul tie is created. And what that means is that that particular act is been um, established by God to happen within the marriage covenant. Now, why is that important? Because we saw here in the scripture that when a man and a woman or uh, two people, when they come together in that way, they become one flesh. Now, if you're one flesh and you're not married to that person, that is not a good thing because part of you goes with that person and part of them stays with you. Now, um, I'm not a scientist. But um, there has been some studies, and hopefully I can I can find that for you. But um, let's go back to the original picture that I gave you. Let's think about that pink piece of paper and that blue piece of paper that I talked about at the very beginning of my talk today. Now, let's say we take those two pieces of paper and we rip them apart. Well, Nine times out of 10, when we do that, parts of the pink paper are left on the blue and parts of the blue are left on the pink when we rip those papers apart. And this is an, another teaching completely, but that is why God says that divorce is like violence because it's a ripping apart. It's not healthy. And God makes these boundaries, not because he's a killjoy, but because he knows of the ripping that happens in our spirits and our souls. So let's go on here um, as we talk about that today. So every ungodly uh, sexual encounter that has created an ungodly soul tie must be broken. And I will, will say something to the aspect when I'm praying over a person, I will have them tell the parts of them that are with the other person to come back and create wholeness and anything that they have a residue left over from that relationship to go to the person that it belongs. Because you got enough problems in your life, you don't need to be carrying somebody else's. So many times people struggle with someone else's baggage. A good illustration of sexual soul ties is, like I said, when we glue those two pieces of paper together and when we pair them apart, each pieces have a color, the other color left on the other. To take a drink here. And so when you tear them apart, it's like divorce. 
<coughs> excuse me, it creates a violence and a ripping. So this is a good part when we're glued together and we become one. It's a good thing. It's what God created inside the marriage contract. However, when we're not, it's not a good thing. So people who have been sexually act, uh, active outside of marriage have pieces of their soul scattered all over the place. And they're in desperate need of healing and restoration. So if you have been a person, this is not to throw stones at you. This is to help you to be, help you to become whole if you've got pieces of yourself spread around call those pieces back repent ask god to forgive you for those relationship and call those pieces back and sell, send parts of those uh, encounters that have been left over in your life back to who they belong with get yourself clean so i also believe and now this is my opinion these are all my opinions out of the scriptures that I read today, and I could probably find you a few others. There's one when Jacob talks about his sons that Benjamin can't go down to Joseph because his life is tied up in the boy. Now, I understand that we have ties with our children, but not so much that our life is tied up in them. In the aspect of something happens to them, we will die. We will probably feel like we want to die, but we won't physically die. It's important that the only, only people that we are so tied up in, that our life is tied up in, is God himself. We want to be really careful that we don't attach to anyone, including our children or our spouse, in a place or in a way that it takes God's place. So I believe, these are my opinions here today, I believe that soul ties are not only just sexual, but they can, we can have a soul tie with another person that's emotional or a place or a thing. And what I mean by that, let me give you um, some examples. I have encountered people who have had ties with other people in non-sexual situations and with places and with things when a person is so tied to something that someone or some place has more control in their life than god it's an ungodly one so an example would be as many years ago i was ministering to a, a a lovely lady who had lived all over the world with her husband who was an executive in a very large company she had grew up very poor she had grew up in the i believe it was the hills of uh, tennessee barefoot and beyond poor uh, and she remembered those days so fondly that no matter where she lived in the world, she was not happy because she longed for the hills or the mountains of Tennessee. Now, because her husband was very well established in his work situation, they had the best of everything and they lived in very exotic places and traveled and did very exotic things, things that most of us would only dream about. She had servants and cars and all of the best of everything and furs and diamonds and you name it, the lady had it. 
but she wasn't happy because she had made a tie with her home in the mountains of Tennessee, back where she grew up. She had this idea that the only time and the only place that she could ever be happy was in the mountains of Tennessee. Now, I understand that people want to live certain places. I live in beautiful Pensacola, Florida, and we have the beautiful Gulf here. We have those white sandy beaches that people come from all over to vacation here. And it is a very beautiful place. I love where I live. However, my life is not wrapped up in the beautiful place. There are lots of things that I love about my home state, which is my original home state is the state of Michigan. I love to be in Michigan in the fall and see the beautiful colors. It's not something that you can represent well in a picture. It is breathtaking when you see the handwork of God. However, my life is not tied up in being in Michigan in the fall or even being in Pensacola, Florida, and the beautiful white sandy beaches. My life is tied up in God. Now, that's the, okay, so that's great. But let's go back to our story. So this lovely lady had made this oath within herself that she could not only be happy in the mountains or the hills. I think it was the mountains of Tennessee. So even though her husband had lavished his love upon her and taken her all across the world and she was not in any hardship in any way, if you can understand what I'm saying, she could never truly enjoy it because she had had this soul tie with the hills of Tennessee. Now, was there anything wrong with the hills or the mountains of Tennessee? Absolutely not but not to the point that all of her happiness was tied up in that place and she couldn't receive the love of her husband. And so after she broke those soul ties, and, and it was not a bad thing that she could never go back there, but we want to make sure that we place our love, our oath, and our allegiance to the right things. We pledge those first and foremost to God, then we pledge those to our mates. So we want to make sure we ask God to show us if there's anything in us in which we have a tie, an emotional tie, a physical tie uh, that isn't godly. Now, how would you know whether it's godly or not? If it takes the place of God, it needs to go. If it's outside the covenants or the law of God, then it needs to go. Uh, if you have difficulty determining whether it is or it isn't, I would probably say you probably have an issue there because it should be abundantly clear. However, find someone who you trust. Make sure it's a person that you can trust because not everybody agrees, as I have said several times. This is my opinion. I have seen it in evidence. I believe I have enough scripture to back up my opinion. This is what I believe. I'm putting this out here for you today to consider if this could be something that could be causing you issues. See, some ministers would disagree with me and say that, um, 
it's healthy to have these kinds of relationships, especially with our children. When I use the illustration of Jacob who had his life tied up in Benjamin. So that's a matter of opinion, okay? I have said that over and I'm presenting it again. If you know me, if you trust me, if you hear me, if it seems good to you and to the Holy Spirit, receive this teaching for yourself. Because um, we need to make sure that our lives are only tied up with God. And we need to be certain that nothing and no one has God's place in our life. That's my opinion. And I'll see you next time on Real Life. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.